and welcome to the Palooza Presents podcast for the week of March 30th, 2020. This is episode number 135, and the title of this episode, a very apropos title, once we get into it and you'll see what I'm talking about, is Life Traps, Time Wasters. So let's first off, what are Life Trap series? The Life Trap series, for those who are new to the show and everything else, is a series of of articles and related podcasts that I do that talks about little gotchas in life. And when I say little gotchas, I mean big gotchas. Uh, A good example of a life trap would be the way that everything's moving to an as-a-service model or the too-good-to-be-true side business where they promise you the world and tell you how much money they're going to make. You just have to invest a certain amount. And that investment kind of creeps up in time and energy and actual real money and it never really pans out. It's it's a trap. And when I say it's a trap, somebody else is benefiting off of you and they're making it sound like something great for you. That's kind of what a life trap is. And today's life traps article is all about time wasters. Now, if you're new to the show, I'm not really a news show, and more than likely, and if you're listening to this in real time, you know that this show is happening at a kind of unprecedented time in America and in the world where the whole world has pressed the pause button on all economic activity and sent everybody home because of the COVID-19 coronavirus. And we're all sitting here working out of our homes. Uh, Little side point there, Uh, you're gonna hear some noise, more kids, more dogs, stuff in the background. I can't help that because I'm stuck at home and the kids are stuck at home and I can't get rid of them or wait till they leave to go do a kid event because there are no kid events. So we're kind of stuck here doing everything. And so they may walk in and I'm not even gonna edit that stuff out if it if it happens. I'm just going to let you experience this podcasting life as it happens in real time. Now, if you're listening to this 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years from now, which is a possibility. We don't know how long these podcasts are gonna be out in the ether or if future folks wanna hear about this stuff or doing some kind of research. I don't know. This could happen long after I'm gone. So we're all stuck here and we're all stuck in our homes and everybody's scared. And uh, the the terminology right now is shelter in place. You have to stay in your home. Uh, You can go to the grocery store, but that's about it. And if you've got internet connectivity, which I don't have, not good internet connectivity, um, I barely am able to work. You can work from home. Right now, to give you an idea, I'm, I'm running at about a half a megabyte on a good day, a megabyte of service at home, one meg, that's it. Okay, that vent over. My point of this whole thing is that we are kind of in a unique situation. And that situation is that we're all stuck at home and a lot of us have a lot of dead time, especially if we don't have kids or we can't do our job. So we're just waiting for the government checks to come in while we twiddle our thumbs and we're playing on our phones and doing that sort of thing. And that's why this particular article is so apropos for today and for this time period, because this is all about those traps of time wasters. And I was talking about time wasters at work with meetings, time wasters when you're sitting there on your phone and you're playing one of those tap tap games. There's lots of different ways that there are little gotchas in life that are designed to suck you in and waste your time for some purpose other than your own benefit. In the same way all the other life traps are for somebody else's benefit, not necessarily 
See what I mean? Sound. Somebody else's benefit, not necessarily yours. By the way, that was a drink. I could probably edit it out, but I'm not going to. And it's a very good drink, I must say. It's a Diet Mountain Dew. I've talked about those before. I really like them. Okay, back to the show. My point of this is that we just have a lot of time right now, and we got to use it proactively and productively. There's a lot of productive things you can do at home, even if it's just cleaning out the garage or cleaning the house. In this case, we're going to need to disinfect it. Or going online if you have online access and learning something. There is a ton of things that we can be doing if we get up in the morning, focus our efforts, focus our energies, and become productive. Read that book you always wanted to. Play that video game you've always wanted to. That's entertainment-oriented productivity. But you could do things that are related to bettering yourself. So when the doors open up and when the gates, floodgates open, I should say, and we can go out and we can do something. I want to walk out of this world better than I walked in. I should say walk out of this house better than I walked into it when we had to shut the doors and hunker down. So that's it. That's your intro. I'm going to go into post of the week now. I want to thank you guys for listening. Email me outlook.com or paluso72 at gmail.com. That's my home email. It doesn't matter to me if you use that one at this point. Email me if you want to see more shows more regularly, more monologues. Maybe I can set up the podcast and have the family do more kind of conversational shows. If you're looking for content, let me know and we can probably throw some more content on the stream. I think everybody's doing that, so I don't think I'm going to get a lot of calls for it, but we're more than happy to provide if you're listening to this in real time. And if you're not then at least you got a little bit of a snippet of what life is like when you're under shelter in place because of a coronavirus or a pandemic. Fortunately, bad ones like this only hit about once a century, so that's really good for everybody, and we're definitely better at battling it, that's for sure. Okay, here is our post of the week. Life traps, time wasters, don't waste your time, be productive, and try and avoid all of those things in life that suck your time needlessly and waste it and you never get it back. Post of the week. Life traps. Time wasters. I have mentioned both in my blog and on my podcast that I am a video gamer. One of my favorite series to play is Assassin's Creed. The structure of that particular game, much like many others, is that it includes both a main storyline that you can play through and lots of side missions that you can go on to build up your character. Most experienced gamers know that the vast majority of the side missions are fluff. What I mean by fluff is that there is lots of similar missions with minimal unique characters, locations, or challenges. In the video game world, having an in-game requirement to complete these side missions is known as grinding. It exists because of the perception that time spent in the game, regardless of the quality of the time, equals value to many people. I can see how traditional gamers come to that conclusion. If you are younger and you only have $60 to spend on a video game once or twice a year, the amount of time you can get out of that game becomes a major purchase consideration. At that point, grinding becomes value. If you're older or affluent enough to get whatever game you want, 
then playing the game through all the required grinding means something different. For good or for bad, all those extra missions are simply time wasters, assuming you want to complete the game 100%. The universality of time wasters are, I think, a relatively new concept that grew out of the digitalization of our world. It's not like time wasters never existed in the past. My earliest experience with them was when I was a busboy at Tommy's Pizzeria in South Florida. There was a waitress there named Pat. I always liked Pat because she gave me an extra 50 cents at night when she bussed me out. Don't judge, it was 1987 and I was 15 years old. 50 cents meant a lot to me back then. Because I liked Pat, I would talk to her more openly than I would speak to the other staff. She always used to read tabloids like the National Enquirer, a gossip rag, but she spent most of her downtime reading its sister publication, the Weekly World News. One day, I asked her why she was reading such garbage. Even at 15 years old, I knew that the paper was a waste of time, and worse, money. Her response? Eh, it's something to do. There were other time wasters in the day. The next one that comes to mind was the daily run of soap operas with endless plots filled with sexual and emotional nothingness. One major difference between the early analog time wasters and the modern digital versions is that the early ones were finite. Yes, a new tabloid came out every week, but it was limited by the physical reality of printing on paper. Every day there was a new episode of the soap opera, but they were limited by broadcast time. The digital time wasters are different. They never end. Like many of the new and different realities of our modern world, digital time wasters grew out of the information age, specifically the ubiquity of digital entertainment. So what do these time traps look like? How do we define them? Defining digital time wasters. If I were taking a stab at defining a time waster, it's something that takes lots of time but doesn't include much value at improving your life. The life trap variant of the time waster is an activity that, by design, is built around driving the individual to continually engage with it to the detriment of said individual. Digital time wasters mirror the analog equivalents from the earlier years. Instead of eight hours of crappy soap operas, we have binge-watching off of Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime Video. Instead of the National Enquirer and Weekly World News, we have clickbait headlines at the bottom of every website that is trying to make a buck. Although this is a Life Traps article, we can't forget that time wasters are not all inherently evil. There is occasionally some value in them. Generally speaking, it's when you have downtime that needs to be filled. Where do you see it most? with those that have the most time. Kids, retired folks, and chronic underachievers. These are the people who will play the video games, watch the time filler television series du jour, or live their lives sipping coffee with their cronies at McDonald's. But sometimes, normal people actually need time wasters. Strange things happen in life that create dead time. These things boil around transitions. You can have a highly productive professional who, for whatever reason, has two months in between positions because of some legal or technical requirement. 
Maybe there's some medical thing that requires them to be out of work for months or a set number of hours in a day. There could be a ton of downtime to fill. A famous example can be seen with Steve Ballmer, the former CEO of Microsoft. His transition away from the company and into the next phase of his life included a fair amount of downtime that he filled with binge-watching seasons of The Gossip Girl before he bought the LA Lakers. One way that I like to use them is as a reward for achieving a goal. I've talked about my lists. Typically, if I finish the items on one of my lists, there is a built-in reward. The reward, at least for me, is something like a few hours on the game. It really helps keep me focused, and more importantly, if I achieve my goal, I don't feel at all guilty or anxiety-ridden about playing the game when I should be doing something else. When a time waster becomes a life trap. Life traps always have some nefarious element associated with them. Digital time wasters are no different. I mentioned Assassin's Creed earlier, specifically the grinding side missions. In defense of the game, the main storyline and RPG elements are very highly regarded in the industry. The grinding elements really are there more for gameplay extension and perception of value than anything with an ulterior motive. The life trap element comes from digital entertainment that is designed to steal your time. With video games, with video games, it's a type of game that is designed to hook you into continually playing and goad you into spending a significantly disproportionate amount of money on the game. You tend not to see these games in the AAA space inhabited by Assassin's Creed and other high-quality games. These are the free games you see that populate the mobile app stores. Sometimes they are designed with a temporal element where you can't get to that next level without spending a specific amount of time. Of course, you can pay to speed things up. Games that replicate casino slots or anything that begins with the name Tap Tap are obvious examples, but sadly, the list is limitless. These games are designed with scientific precision to continually incentivize the player with dopamine-generating rewards to keep the user playing. Everything from the color of the buttons on the screen to the amount of time before bonuses are awarded literally are analyzed to keep the most people engaged for the longest possible time. There is no end to these games. There's only continuous signals, both overt and subconscious, delivered to the player to keep them engaged in the task. The creators of these games are looking for whales, the small percentage of people who spend hundreds and sometimes thousands of dollars on a game to progress through the never-ending levels. Uncounted versions of these games exist because they become cash machines when they get the whales playing and spending forever. Consequently, the more sticky the game is to people's time, the greater the chance someone will turn into a whale. Even if the player never spends real money, the stickiness makes the cell phone app stores a minefield of time wasters. The web analogs to video game time wasters are all those supposed articles designed to keep people clicking through to see what's next. They are structured to have one small informational item, usually as part of a long list, and then a requirement to click through to see the next item in the list. Of course, 
each page that gets clicked is loaded with ads. The quasi-articles always have a salacious headline like, The Top 10 Stars Who Had Sex Change Operations, or The 22 Stars You Didn't Know Were Gay. Sex is a big draw for this clickbait, but admittedly, not the only one. Many times the articles will be designed around some type of schadenfreude like, You're not going to believe how fat these stars have gotten. When you get to the end, there's several more similar articles to click on. More and more, I'm hearing that people will lose hours on end clicking through list after list. All articles based around lists aren't evil. Even I have one. Like many similar articles that appear around Christmas or New Year's, every year I have a top five list that I publish. I use it to highlight some of the articles I'm most proud of that year and to give my production a little bit of a break when I know readership is going to be low. My list, like all of the others around that time of year, are not designed to grab people and keep them clicking through in perpetuity, which is the sign of a time waster life trap. Time wasters at work. I've been talking about digital time wasters, but there are other time wasters that are real-world activity-based. I find these often in the workplace, and they can be tasks, but often it is meetings. Regular meetings are a little bit like the Assassin's Creed game. They take longer than they have to, but they are not designed to be inherently wasteful. There can even be high levels of quality and productivity enhancement built into the process of meeting, at least for the good ones. Over the years, I have found that there are occasionally meetings that fall into that second category of time waster. Time waster is a life trap. These are meetings called by a person of importance because it looks good and they continue to be called again and again for no other reason other than the appearance of activity. They waste everyone's time. Sometimes they even beget tons of superfluous work. The meetings, and sometimes corporate culture, will create time-waster tasks that fall in the pure activity category. They usually are reports that have to be compiled or even trips that are undertaken for the same reason as the meetings. Appearances. If a chess player personality calls a meeting, suggests visiting a client, or asks for the report, it's never good. All the stuff you have to do has to get put on hold. There are so many variants of time wasters at work that it's impossible to list them all here. Unfortunately, unlike the dopamine-driven and self-afflicted use of our modern era's ubiquitous digital time wasters, there is little choice but to take part in the work time waster. Fortunately, the professional class has one major ace up its sleeve when it comes to work time wasters. We are intelligent and problem solvers by nature. To that end, we have the benefit of figuring it out quick and learning the art of how to not let it control us. Survival Tips The world that developed around the industrial age is built around productivity. There are infinite metrics used to measure this productivity throughout every job in the greater economy. The odds are that there are several that every reader of my work and listener to my podcast is tasked with meeting daily. The more time people spend on unproductive tasks, the more pressure there is on the time for tasks that actually enhance productivity. That's why I stick to three rules when it comes to these types of distractions. Rule 1. 
Plan for the time wasters if you need them. One way is to set up a goal like I did with the video game. I get two hours of dead time when I'm done with my goal sheet. For me, it's half reward and half activity-based recharge time. There are other ways to do it, but moderation is the key. This only helps productivity tangentially, but it does help. Rule number two, avoid the digital time wasters like the plague. They are incredibly addicting because they are designed to hook you and constantly keep you engaged. I can't underscore this enough. These things are evil. They are the smartphone equivalent of opioids and should be outlawed. Rule number three, avoid time wasters at work where you can and figure out ways to accelerate the ones you can't avoid. There is a delicate balance here. You don't want to put together garbage that may be looked at every once in a blue moon, but you don't want to spend forever putting together a magnum opus that will only ever collect dust on a shelf. I'd like to write more, but right now my list of things to do is not getting shorter. Also, I like to keep my articles and my podcasts succinct. My goal is to add a ton of value to people's lives and not waste their time. Rambling on and on doesn't help with this goal. I guess that's why I've been more aware of the detrimental aspects of time wasters. We only have so much time on this fruited plane, so I get frustrated when I see organizations and media whose sole focus is to take our time more for their benefit than our own. Maybe if the creators of this drivel read their own clickbait articles and played their own vapid games, they would change their attitude and their products. Until then... Like always, we have to rely on ourselves to avoid the trap of time wasters and concentrate on the more engaging aspects of life. Thankfully, this is one life trap that we can avoid fairly easily. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Peluso Presents podcast. You can follow the Peluso Presents efforts via Twitter, at Peluso Presents, on Facebook, on Medium.com, just search for Mike Peluso, on LinkedIn, and of course, on the blog located at www.pelusopresents.com. You can email us directly via Peluso at Outlook.com. This podcast is available on all major podcast services, including iTunes, Google Play Music, or your podcast service of choice. We love and appreciate any comments and reviews you wish to leave. Please remember to support this effort by sharing and liking the postings on all your social media. If you'd like to support this effort more directly, you can via patreon.com forward slash Palooza Presents. Thank you for listening, following, sharing, and for your support. We appreciate it.